0: Welcome to Funding the Dream, a Game Whisper podcast for Kickstarters. I'm Richard Bliss, your host of The Game Whisper, and I want to thank you for joining our show. Kickstarter has been an amazing phenomenon. Just two years old, founded in 2009, it has successfully funded $100 million worth of projects in those two years. For those of you, I, you know, I would normally assume that those who are listening are familiar with Kickstarter, but for those who aren't, let me just give you a quick uh, overview of what Kickstarter is all about. I call it kind of a, a angel funding uh, for microsites. If you have an idea and it's a passion of yours and you want that idea and you need money to bring that idea to, to life, whether it's to cut a CD of your own music, to make a documentary about uh, a family member, to, to write a book, to get a sculpture, to throw a party, it can be almost anything. But if you have a dream and an idea about what you want to do, Kickstarter allows you to fund that by attracting people who share that dream with you and who donate money to your project so that it can see that that dream can come to life. Board gamers discovered it about a year ago in 2010 and since then have taken to it and generated a tremendous amount of buzz around it. So the way it works is that a board gamer like you is interested in getting their creation out of their off their table and around, from around their friends and actually out into the market in people, real people's hands. But oftentimes it's funding that you need. And so a lot of board gamers are putting their project out on Kickstarter, asking for funds and finding success. So let me give you an idea of what kind of success we're talking about. In 2011, since January through October, Kickstarter game projects. Now when I talk about game, I'm not talking about video games, we're talking about tabletop games. So card games, board games, dice games, miniatures, Uh, This type of uh, game is what we're talking about, tabletop games. $1.2 million has been pledged successfully to funding board game uh, or tabletop gaming activities. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money that people are believing in you, believing in your project, believing in your dream and your game, and they're giving you money for you to realize that game. Now the money, is not technically free? because usually to be successful, you agree to give something back. Oftentimes what you give back is that when somebody funds you at a certain level, like a a PBS or a um, public radio type funding, if you donate at a certain level, you get a certain giveaway. Some giveaways can be creative. Uh, My favorite are always that if you fund at a certain level, you get to have your name in the game. Now that always tempts me. That one always tempts me. Some I've seen that where you actually, if you funded a, a high enough level, the game, part of the game, like an RPG, a role-playing game, will actually have a character written or built around you. So those are some fun ways to do that. Some of them can be simply a thank you. Donate us money and we'll say thank you. And for some, that's enough, particularly if the game's of interest. $1.2 million. There are currently 61 active board game, uh, excuse me, tabletop game uh, projects currently on Kickstarter. You can find that list at Purple Pawn. Uh, I do a weekly game roundup on uh, Kickstarter on the Purple Pawn. That's purplepawn, dot com. I'll put the uh, link on the uh, podcast at the end so that you can see it. But that's where you can go and find the list, whatever the active list is. So let's take a look at that list. Today, we're going to talk about, uh, let's talk about the top 10 list. What are the top 10 all-time uh, Kickstarter games that have succeeded? For that, uh, we're going to turn to... Uh, Board Game Geek, where uh, one of the Board Game Geek users has been keeping a list of that. And I'm going to thank Doug Click in advance. His list is what he's been keeping track of. He keeps it updated so that we know what the top 10 games are. So number one, at top 10, number one game uh, that's been funded has been Alien Frontiers Factions. Alien Frontiers was funded last year as one of the first Kickstarter projects out there. They raised $14,000, which at the time was a lot of money. And the game became very successful. They used it to bring it into the Clever Mojo Games is the one that makes that. And they use it to bring it, brought it into the, uh, to game stores. I didn't pledge, didn't get a copy of it, but was able to pick it up at the game store, although now it's quite rare, and was successful in that. They raised $76,000 last year. Uh, excuse me. Uh, they raised $76,000 this year as an expansion to a- the original Alien Frontiers. So Alien Frontiers Factions is our number one at $76,000. Number two... Uh, Isn't a new game? Wasn't even a game out of print. It is Glory to Rome. Uh, The game, people liked the game. They didn't like the graphics. So what happened was that they brought the game back out on Kickstarter. And if you pledged, you got this really fancy, cool box and some promotional cards and upgraded uh, artwork and some nice pins and and all kinds of cool stuff. Well, cool enough that $73,000 worth of pledges was given to them with 1,600 backers. That's a lot of people really wanted that. Number three is a project that just ended. Uh, They just came on Creatures. It's a whimsical card game that uh, successfully raised $51,000 for their project. And it just ended actually in November. So just uh, this week, this past week, Creatures. A lot of fun seeing that one. And I know some of my friends were able to go get a copy of that. Number four, Flashpoint. Fire Rescue. This board game raised $51,000. I have a copy. I actually have two copies of it. I did not get them through Kickstarter. I actually went to Spiel and picked them up in Spiel, have a signed copy. And by the way, if you'd like a signed copy, I'm giving away a free signed copy of Flashpoint, the number four all-time successful board game. Just go out to the Game Whisperer Facebook page and like it, and you'll be entered to win. Number five, Eminent Domain. This one's considered kind of the uh, the first one that started the ball rolling with big funding of board games and showed people the potential. They raised $48,000 back uh, last year in November of 2010 and uh, were quite successful. I, I saw that that just came out to the game stores this week. Uh, it's a deck building game. Number six, just made it to uh, the list. They s- funded in September called Eaten by Zombies, a deck building game for, uh, I'm gonna guess it's zombies. And this game raised $47,000, and they're number six on the list. Number seven on the list, Current Active Project. What that means is that they have raised enough money so far that they're on the top 10 list, but they still have time left to raise even more. Currently, the game is called D-Day Dice, and I am a backer of this. They have 469 backers. They have 31 days to go, and they have $46,000 raised already. I'm predicting, you heard it here first, that this game will become the new all-time number one selling game. I'm going to guess that they're going to top out at about 80 to about 82,000 is my guess. So if anybody else has got a, a, an idea that they'd like to pledge uh, or they'd like to guess, go ahead and uh, post it on their website and we'll see who gets closest. You know what we should do? We should see who gets closest and whoever gets closest, maybe we'll give away a game. We'll have to, I'll have to look into that. No official rules yet. So D-Day Dice is currently at number seven on the all-time list and it's still got 31 days to go. That project will end on December 9th. Number eight, board game called Sunrise City. Now this is also by Clever Mojo Games. It's interesting, they came out with this game at the exact same time that they came out with Alien Frontiers Factions and were successful in raising enough funding for both of them. This one cleared $36,000 while Alien Factions, if you recall, was $76,000. Number nine, Carnival. This is from Dice Hate Me Games, their very first game. They did an excellent job of bringing this game out and being very active with their backers and their pledgers. They raised $34,000 in their first try. So, very good at that. And then number 10, not technically a game, uh, it's a bunch of dice. Yeah, dice Age Alpha Edition, it's a bunch of whimsical dice. They raised $34,000 for that. So, there's your top 10 all time. And that number continues to change. Three or four of those have been added within the last few weeks or month because uh, the board game interest is becoming much more and more popular. You know, I've got a prediction out there. I'll put it on my website, on the Game Whisperer, but I've I've used something that does predicting, and I've predicted that next year, we raised $1.2 so far this year. I'm predicting that we're actually going to raise close to $3 million on Kickstarter for board games alone next year. It's one of the predictions I've made, and I predict that next year... Uh, within the next year, a game will pass the $100,000 mark of raising money. Um, Our folks over at D-Day Dice, they have a chance of doing it, but I think they're going to fall just a little bit short at $82,000. So a lot of money is being thrown at these games, and these games are coming out uh, from all over the place. Some are established games, some are brand new, that people have never seen it, like Carnival, which is a brand new game, or D-Day Dice was a uh, print-and-play game. So there's a different way that you can come to Kickstarter either with an idea that you then create with the money they give you, or with a game pretty much formed and you just want to make it better, similar to Glory to Rome. Let me talk about what's ending this week. We have four games that are ending this week, four projects on Kickstarter, and these four projects are, the first one is called Solar Circuit Racing, a sci-fi board game racing. They've raised $12,000 So far, their goal was $12,000, and so they have successfully funded this project, even though it ends on November 8th, which is a Tuesday. The second game that's ending is called The Demolished Ones. It is a role-playing game. It will end on Friday, November 11th. It wanted $3,000 to reach their goal. They achieved it with $4,700. So they also have successfully funded their game, even though it's going to end on Friday. The next one is not technically a game. Well, I guess it is. It's a line of science fiction miniatures called Effigy Miniatures, a new sci-fi and fantasy miniatures line. They were looking to raise $2,000 to bring these miniatures to market. They have successfully so far raised $3,500 and their project ends on Saturday, November 12th. And then the last one ending this week is from Dreamforge, a uh, sci-fi fictional, let's see, sci-fi miniatures which they were going for $3,000. So far, they've raised $5,300, and their project ends on Saturday, November 12th. So this week, four games will, uh, projects will end, and all four games have successfully funded. You know, another prediction, not a prediction, but what we're looking at is right now, there's already $100,000 of pledged money that's successfully funded for the month of November. It's gonna be a pretty good month in November. There's a cycle that follows that uh, in the funding, it appears that it goes high on one month and it drops off a little bit the next month. So August was our best month with $300,000. September dropped down a little bit. October jumped back up at nearly $240,000. November's probably going to drop down to about a hundred and uh, I'm going to guess about 150, 000, So it'll be a little bit more. December, honestly, I had no idea. With Christmas, Um, it's a little tough to predict how people are going to spend their board game money. They're going to be pledging on Kickstarter or actually buying real games. So that'll be a tough one. If I were these people, I probably would not have had my games come out right before Christmas. So you've got a game idea. You want to get it out on Kickstarter. You want to know how to do it. Let me give you some hints. Uh, In our uh, podcast, as, as we bring on guests, they're going to tell you some of the things that they did to be successful with bringing their game but there are a few elements that you need to know of that maybe you've looked at. First of all, you're gonna have to submit a proposal to Kickstarter. Kickstarter looks at it and they decide whether they approve it or disapprove it. And so the idea, the guidelines that they use is that a Kickstarter project should basically have an end, excuse me, a beginning, an end, and then some type of tangible result from that. So they're not gonna fund an ongoing project. But they will fund a piece of that project if it has a beginning and end, and it's kind of a tangible thing. Now, when I say tangible, that's kind of nebulous because, for example, there's been success, um, the Spiel guys, uh, the podcast, uh, excuse me, the, uh, yeah, the podcast, they funded their trip to Spiel in Germany this year. They needed $6,000, and they were able to fund that, and that was a beginning and end and kind of a middle. The tangible was they gave away stuff to people as a result of them going to that trip. They brought things back and, and sent those to people. Uh, Some folks wanted to throw a party in San Francisco. That has a beginning and end and a tangible result. A party was thrown. So you don't necessarily have to um, have something in your hands. One of the projects is that there's called Far West, which is kind of an interesting thing. They have a website. It's successfully funded, raised about $49,000, a book line and a RPG. So I consider it part of the board game list. Uh, I know Doug doesn't and a few others don't consider it because it's got so many other elements. But that's an example of where they just kind of, kind of mixed it all together. So if you're throwing your, if you're gonna do a Kickstarter project, you're gonna have to submit your idea to them. A Couple of things they won't do. They won't let you do an ongoing business. They won't let this fund a business. If you wanna launch a board game company, they won't do that. But they'll let you fund a board game that becomes a company that you're able to do. So you gotta have an idea, you gotta submit it to them. They're gonna send it back and say yay, nay, or whatever, give you some suggestions. You then get to pick a few things that become important. First of all, you get to pick how much money do you want? This might not sound, this might not be as easy as it sounds, because most people would say, well, I want as much as I can get. Currently on Kickstarter, we have two projects. Uh, We have 61 projects, but the low is $500 called The Play's the Thing. It is a role-playing game for Shakespearean. It's kind of clever, The Play's the Thing. Uh, And they've asked for $500, and they have surpassed their, I think they're at 170%, so they've gone past $500. But at the other opposite end of the scale, we have a game that's asking for $45,000. They haven't raised any. No donations, nobody's a taker. And you can imagine why, and we won't go into that, but when you're asking and you're setting your price point, For how much money you want, that's what you've got to think about. How much money do I need to do this? And remember, the way Kickstarter works, if you successfully fund, so the way it works is you set a date, I want to raise money for this amount of time, and I want to raise this X amount of money, $5,000 in 30 days, all right? Then what happens is, is that as people begin to pledge their credit cards, a hold is put on their credit cards when they pledge by Amazon. And as those pledges add up, you get closer and closer to your goal. At the end of 30 days, if you have met or surpassed your financial goal, in this case, $5,000, everybody's credit cards who pledged, boom, get nailed and the money within 10 days flows into your bank account. Minus about 8% for uh, Kickstarter and Amazon. So keep that in mind as well, almost 10%. If you fail to fund After you hit your deadline, all those credit card holds are released. You get nothing. So, Kickstarter is unique. It's all or nothing, which means as a donor, you don't mind because you know that you're not going to lose money unless it actually funds. So, basically, everybody else has to help fund your success. Okay, so you need to figure out how much money you're going to ask for. If you're asking me, Right now, and we're going to ask our guests as they come on, but right now, I would tell you probably around $3,000 to $5,000. If you can do your project for that amount of money, there's a good chance you're going to raise that amount of money. And like the folks over at Carnival, they discovered they asked for 5000 they ended up with $35,000. So if you get more money than you asked for, you get to keep it. You get to keep growing. The folks over at D-Day Dice at forty-three or $45,000. They just have a very popular giveaway When you pledge the money, you get a copy of the game and the game happens to be very popular. The next thing you get to choose is the amount of time. Longer is not better. It is not a good idea to ask for 60 days. 60 days is just too long, that's two months. That's two months of you trying to keep the momentum and the interest and the excitement. People get burned out and they get bored. So you need to go with a short amount of time because that creates a sense of urgency and a sense of, if I don't act now, I'm going to miss it. The problem is, is that you, that gives you a lot less time to promote and, and get the word out there that your game is on Kickstarter, which is one of the secrets of the success of Kickstarter, and that is you should get your word out before your project ends up on Kickstarter. You should already be out on BoardGameGeek talking about it. You should already be showing it off at some of the conventions around the country. You should already have a prototype that people are working. Before you even get to Kickstarter, if you want your game to be successful, it needs to already exist and have been promoted and talked about and people are anxious to see it. That's one of the key successes to Kickstarter. So you get to pick how much time and how much money. Also, you know, there's a little bit of, people doubt the authenticity of this, but I've been tracking how much money is raised on certain days of the week when your project ends. One of the projects I've been looking at ends on January 1st. And I got to tell you, on January 1st, the last thing I'm going to be doing is sitting on the web, looking at a Kickstarter project, hoping that I remembered to pledge for it at the last minute. A significant amount of funding comes at the very last minute within the last couple of days, you should try to end your project on a weekend. Because on a weekend, people have time to sit around and look and say, oh, look, I wanted to buy this. And they're much more in a buying mood, it would appear. Don't have it end on a Tuesday or a Thursday or a Friday. Saturday, Sunday, Mondays, those are the good days. Okay. Wednesday's also a really bad day. Don't have it doing on that day. And certainly, stay away from holidays, stay away from Christmas, stay away from Thanksgiving, stay away from New Year's Day? Your project ends on New Year's Day? Who in the world is gonna be paying attention to your project on New Year's Day other than you? Don't, so pick the day, think about what that day is gonna end. All right. Now, you've got the day, you've got the amount of money you want, now you've gotta come up with what are you gonna give away? And this is important. My suggestion is you go look at a bunch of other projects out there, and we're going to have a lot of these guests come and tell us how they came up with the projects they gave away. But that is key to the success. What do you give away? And I got to tell you, based on the research that I've done, giving away something of value at a lower price point if you donate $5 or $10 or $35 versus $100 or $150 is always better. One of the most successful Kickstarter projects with the board games, uh, they their price point was $35. And they, 1,300 people pledged at $35. You can, the money adds up at that point. So that's something to think about. The lower price points, if there's something you can give away to make that possible. Okay, and there's a couple of more things. Oh, there's actually one more thing for you to really think about, too. Uh, but I'll tell you the one. You have to submit a video. Now, obviously, if you put a lot of effort into the video, it'll show and people like to pledge a winner, and they like to pledge something that thinks it's gonna be high quality, and your video is all about quality. So you need to really focus on that video, and we'll talk about that in future episodes. And then the other thing is you need to come up with a story. You need to have a story that explains why you're asking for the money and why they should be giving you the money. And that's really important. It's your story, the emotional resonance that you have with the people who are pledging. You are asking them to share your dream. You're actually asking them to fund your dream. You're asking for their money to fund your dream. Now they will get a tangible success out of that, either a copy of the game or some type of recognition, but it's your dream and it's your passion and you're asking for their money. So that's what you have to come up with, is the story that says why should they give you money? And it needs to be something from your heart. It needs to be a reason that you're doing it. I've seen board game companies run a video that says, we need your help to bring this because it's the biggest thing that we've ever done. And the audience responded and they successfully funded their game. Think about that. It's the success of Kickstarter is all about the emotional connection you make make with your audience. Okay, well, that's our show. We try to stay at 20 minutes. Uh, We're sitting at about 22. I wanna say thank you for listening. And uh, next week, I think our guests will probably be, I'm looking at uh, a couple of guests that we'll have, and we'll be able to talk to them about the success or what they've been looking at doing and how they made the decision to go to Kickstarter. Again, my name is Richard Bliss. You've been listening to Funding the Dream, a Game Whisperer podcast for Kickstarters. Thank you for listening, and I hope to see your game out there so I can pledge it. Take care.